Time now for Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. And as always, we bring him in with joy and fun, and sometimes dirty hands, too, because we have a, <laughs> a chance to get you know the hands dirty before we get in here. Here he is, the one, the only Mr. Andy Waddell. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How, How are, are you? I should bring my shovel in sometime. I'm, you know? I'm upright and breathing, and, and you know, there are some mornings... That I'll take that. Roger used to say, I think his dad said, that the, the best part of waking up is waking up. <laughs> Not Folgers in your cup, just waking up. That's so right. I'm like, all right, I'm good with that. I, hey. You know, I can I can deal. Well, we're, we're glad you're across the table. There. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. This, this, this is my last uh, Saturday. Tim and I alternate. Oh. You know? Yep. And so Tim's getting revved up for the... <clears> uh, <throat> the uh, the uh, Labor Day weekend show. We'll yeah. see you in September. So yeah, which is like a week. <laughs> or actually, if you look at the calendar, it's uh, one, two, th- four days. <laughs> so to speak. Labor Day is the latest it can be this year because it's always the first Monday, oh. and it's September seventh. Thank because you. Because Monday is the thirty-first of August. So I, I learned that today is the today or. September 7th is the latest that Labor Day can be. Thank you. So, yeah, it's good G- stuff. Good FYI. So well, good- that too. And, and also a reminder, Labor Day is on that holiday list where you can shoot off fireworks. So get be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so good morning, everybody. And Jim's, uh, Jim's FYI info this morning. Yeah, there you go. So. Yeah. And, Welcome uh, to useless information here on WKZ. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not yours, not mine. In this, not in this 45 yours minutes. Is, yours is great. Sometimes I chalk it too full. So, uh, to, you know, um, you know, people got a lot going on. It goes from week to week, and suddenly there's other issues that are oh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, definitely oh, yeah. at the, I, I at have the to, helm. I have, I have to make this announcement. It's a public service announcement, okay. so to speak. Many moon go, Andy told us, and he's, he's told you too, that the best thing for a tree, especially if it's in your yard, is that you mulch around it. Not up the trunk, mm-hmm. but you mulch around it so that the trunk doesn't compete. Well, this year we had the cold weather and, and the magnolias you know, didn't, yep. weren't in fruition. That tree looks better than it ever has before. We have never had the, the leafing and just the strength of it. So I'm, I'm telling you right now as a witness, if you have a tree in your yard and you do not have mulch around in a little fence or whatever, find the drip line, put the mulch in, do it now, because you will see stronger leaves, mm-hmm. brighter leaves. It's gonna, your tree is going to be so much happier. Okay, end of end of. You know what, everybody? I'm going to get Jim an application, and he can start working at Waddell's. So that. <laughs> hey, you never know. So, so good morning, and we'd love to have you be part of Over the Garden Fence today, and um, we appreciate it. So we'd love your comments, questions, concerns, text, and give us a call at three eight two four two eight zero or a text of what, Jim? Eight zero three seven three. If you're a little radio shy, yeah. And I'm if not, you're outside the area, you can call one eight seven seven three eight two four two eight zero. That's right. That's right. And so, um, good morning, and welcome to another great edition. And this morning, I just like to tell everybody listening in, the rain was such a blessing here last night. You could almost hear the earth saying, "Ah, thank you, God." The soybeans, the field corn, the lawns, the trees—just um, all th- thank you, Lord. And with the rains brought. Cooler weather. What did Jim say? High as 74 or 75 today. The morning doves were, I don't know what Jim, um, what would Roger call the cooing? Cooing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were cooing. Yeah. 
the rest of the birds were singing. There was something chirping um, there, and and um, as I gather my final notes this morning, definitely, they were all happy and um, um, much appreciated for the rains. I hope this will all maybe help the farmers with their crops maturing. I could drive down the roads this week and just hear some of the corn sizzling. Um, maybe the crop can mature and uh, um, they can get in the fields and get a good harvest. So how has your week been? Hot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Busy? A bit. No time? Maybe today is a day to come into Adele's for a break. Maybe start with stroll our gardens and see all our beautiful grounds. Our grounds have been maintained and managed by two very good friends of mine and employees that do a great job. And you can see hydrangeas that are maturing and plants and trees, shrubs, perennials that you might say, what is that? And write it down and then come inside and see what it is. Maybe come stroll the greenhouse. Greenhouse is fresh with fall annual baskets named Fall For Me or Hayride Ruckus, just to name a few, or Mums or Celosia or Fall Annuals of many different kinds or our favorite, Fall Pansies. And I know this week we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things before the bulbs come in, Jim, is Fall Iris. Oh, yes. So, um... We'll, we'll get on that in a few minutes. So maybe it's time to take a stroll in the nursery with hydrangeas by the dozen or dozens of dozens of hydrangeas. Hibiscus, roses, Sharon, Holly, Boxwood, just to name a few of the shrubs. You need some shade? Start in our tree department, small to big. You need something you can take home inside the VW? We've got it. You need something that you need shade that you can put a picnic table on her today? We've got, got that, that too. too. All right. <laughs> um, you know what? We love trees from A to Z. Um, from Amalanker, which is Jim's favorite, everybody, Shadblower Serviceberry, that's its botanical name, all the way to Zelkova, we've got shade. Or do you have some shade? You got too much shade? Plants not doing well? Come to our shade department. We have not lots, we've got dozens of choices. Not to overwhelm, but to get sizes, colors, shapes, including oak leaf hydrangea, a stilby, hostas, chokeberry, dogwoods, redbud, hostas, and many more. Or do you have the wrong shade? Do you have shade from a walnut? That's not the wrong shade, I love walnuts. I love hickory, but hickory and walnut give off our toxicity called jugulone. And jugulone usually will kill a lot of plants. So, somebody was coming in with samples, Jim, the other day, bag after bag after bag. What's wrong with this plant? What's wrong with this plant? And oh, they, wow. they had pictures just going, I, I, I don't understand what's happening. And so, uh, uh, a customer showed me a couple pictures. And I said, hey, could I see that shot on your phone real quick? And we opened it up a little more. And I said, open it up a little more. You know what? Is that a walnut? Well, yeah, it's a walnut. Well, right there, she had, um, they had planted years of plantings that none of them had survived right. So a little asking would have saved hundreds of dollars. Walnut trees are like that. I mean, they're gorgeous. Yeah. And I, our next-door neighbors, where my mom and dad's next-door neighbors, had a walnut tree that they were taking out. Actually had someone come 
and paid them to take it out because they wanted the wood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were in a yard yesterday, and it is our old Waddell's um, farm on Angling Road. We're doing um, um, some estimation design there, and I swore the squirrels were throwing walnuts at us they were dropping and i'm glad i didn't get hit one uh went right behind the owner by about six feet and it was a, it makes a nice thud to the ground oh yeah well there's a chew mark on it so it had been oh. in his hands and must have dropped it or you know and about two minutes later one went thud in front of me i'm like all right we're gonna go over by the red button so you're being targeted here so this is uh that's right and i don't know if people know or not but walnut the walnut itself comes in that husk mm-hmm. that's the part that's it's like the size of a, a plum mm-hmm. and it can hurt you if somebody throws it at you oh my yeah you know yep um what is kind of cool and i won't comment on that uh walnut it <coughs> The customer, the owner, said, uh, I have no idea what I'm going to do with all these walnuts on year number one. And um, slowly but surely, in the circle of life, um, all the little squirrels started coming around. And sure enough, in about two or three weeks, all the walnuts were gone. And so um, those uh, animals wouldn't have enough forage for the winter. I just uh, told them, hopefully they didn't get up in your attic. (laughs) Or, yeah, or shed or something like that. Other fall projects right now, there is a, a lot of time that you can take fall projects, including planting grass seed, applying fertilizer, and encouraging the lawn to thicken up. This can be done now, this weekend, believe it or not, right up to dormant seeding on November 15th. Optimal time is the next two to three weeks of the whole year to put grass seed down. With the weather changing, shorter days, cooler nights, the turf grows less rapid vertically than occurs in the spring. More lateral growth will result in improvements of turf density after the rigors of summer. So fertilization in the fall deserves a top priority also. Fertilizing also encourages turf so that there's more carbohydrates manufactured by photosynthesis would, will be stored, building up energy for early spring greenup. I re- recommend what we've done before, bring in a sample and we can see what you need. A nice shoebox and cutting in a six by six spot and setting it in place undisturbed. We can see the density of your roots, see if you have clay or sand and just walk and talk your ideas. There and also excuse me, there is also time to improve lawn soil. If you suspect your lawn soil is too compact, Again, bring in soil samples to Waddell's lawn turf experts for testing. Compact soil will um, will be greatly improved by running core machines over the turf and then applying gypsum or clay soil conditioner. Be sure to remember irrigating with one to one half inches of water 24 to 36 hours before um, coring. Now I'm going to go back... Um, one second, Jim, and then we'll we'll get into Iris in a few minutes. We were at a buddy's house last night, and um, con- consistent water is what plants, <clears throat> just like me, I like water once a day. Yeah. Um, sometimes twice a day. Yeah, maybe <laughs> three times if I can get it. And uh, we were talking about cucumbers last night, and where the cucumber almost were bent into horseshoes. And a lot of it was inconsistent watering on contortion of the of the uh fruit sets in when there's no drought when they're dry feet 
soon as you give it moisture, boom, out it pushes out good growth, and it wants to curve around that um, twisted old foliage on the on the fruit itself. So consistent watering. Talk about your lawn. Talk about your trees. Talk about your garden. So um, there's just a couple ideas, and when we come back, All let's right. maybe – talk about iris is it Ooh. and iris are kind of noted as kind of the queen of the garden you know queen of the perennials they're just um um i i have some of my father's mother's iris still um mm-hmm. isabel waddell um iris from three generations at least ago still at our house wow so kind of neat cool. yeah Again, let's remind you, 382-4280-877-382-4280, or you can text us at 80373 if you have a question or comment for Andy, and we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence on 591-069 FM WKZO. Need some shade? Woodell's has a great selection of more than 100 varieties of locally grown hardy trees. If you're looking for instant savings, Woodell's has four amazing deals this week. Princess Diana Service Berry Clump is a great choice. It has dark green foliage throughout the season, and it produces berries from late spring to early summer. Regularly $149.99, on sale now for only $70. Lavender Twist Redbud Tree has rosy lavender pink flowers that completely cover bare, slightly contorted weeping branches in early spring. Regularly $159.99, now on sale for only $99. Pink Weeping Cherry Trees are a delight to see year-round. This striking specimen tree will be the center of attention in your yard, regularly $129.99, now on sale for only $80. Finally, Woodell's Heritage Birch Tree. This popular tree is resistant to common diseases, grows up to two to three feet each year, and adapts to a variety of soil types. Plus, it's an elegant source of shade, regularly $169.99, now on sale for $95. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Centers on Texas Drive at the corner of Millen and 12th Street. WKZO News Time is 9.20. Back to Over the Garden Fence with Andy Waddell here on 590-1069 FM. WKZO, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite flowers, iris. And they're very easy. Yes. You I know think- what they go good with? Daffodils. Yeah. Because of the yellow and oh, nice. the, the red and yellow, mm-hmm. or purple and yellow. Well, and sometimes... Um- I think iris are thought of as kind of like grandma's flowers, and they're they're really not. They're really, um, I think they kind of make a comeback because they have a lot of different um, qualities in the perennial garden. Bearded iris are very popular in a lot of perennial gardens. There's an endless array of colors and sizes that make them versatile and eye-catching plant to any sunny garden. They're easy to grow. Yes, they are deer-resistant. And they multiply and bloom in late spring, early summer each year. Right now is actually the best time to plant uh, bare root bearded iris for pretty blooms next year. Believe it or not, not all plants bloom the next year when you put them into seed form and, or in the root form. And so um, here are many tips to make sure your new iris get acclimated to your space and become the mainstay of your garden. Bearded iris are classified into different types. Dwarf being 8 to 15 inches. Tall being 28 to 38 inches. The shorter iris flower first, followed by the taller iris. So when to plant? Hmm. A lot of times iris are sold in in gallons, you know, in one-gallon pots, two-gallon pots. So that plant can be planted any time of the year, but the selection is not there. Late summer is actually the perfect time to plant bearded iris rhizomes. They get a chance to establish their roots in the garden before the winter season and produce significant growth in the spring, often blooming the first season, just like I said. You will want to plant bearded iris in the summer as soon as you receive them, and you establish a root growth before winter. 
the more time you can give them uh, before the end of the growing season, the better. Now, where to plant, bearded iris prefer six to eight hours of sunlight a day. Bearded iris prefer to be planted in well-drained soil. And I'm not saying um, if you have clay, you can't do it, but amend the clay soil. Um, make sure to improve sand, clay soil conditioner, mixing in compost or perlite or potting soil. Now, how to plant? And somebody say, well, that's, that should be really easy. But I, <laughs> I we had to dig up uh, trees from another um, um, source, we'll put it this week, that had been planted at least six inches deep. Got to kill, killed them with kindness, Jim. And when we pulled them up, they were suction cups of water. <laughs> they were drowning. So how to plant. So as long as you have well-drained soil, bearded iris should thrive in your garden. Plant rhizomes at the surface of the ground. The tops of the rhizome or the root should be visible. About 50 to 75% of the very top should be visible out of the ground. Be sure to spread the roots out below the soil. The common mistake is when planting bearded iris, they're planted too deep. Planting too deep will result in no flowers and promote root rot. Make sure you give your iris a lot of water right after planting. This helps remove any air pockets in the soil, giving them a better chance of strong root growth. And once established, they can tolerate almost uh, a lot of drought. I will say that. Um, they, re they don't require as much water as many other plants as they do in the heat of the summer. We recommend planting 12 to 24 inches apart as um, planting them too close together will again result in poor flowering. Give them room to grow as they mature and prevent overcrowding. I know for a fact they love bone meal. Grandma used to tell us you'd put them in and you put sand down in the base and you'd put your bone meal in or bulb tone <coughs> and they will set their roots in really easy. Now, before flowering, water plants occasionally keep the soil moist but not soaking. Fertilize iris year after year with bulb tone or bone meal, either one when you're planting or when they're in the ground established, after they finish blooming in the early summer. Use a, you can also use a time-release fertilizer, but understand that these fertilizers can burn the rhizomes and should be applied not directly on them. A little cultivation should help but not be mulched. Huh. There's about the first plant we've suggested not to mulch. And we're saying around the plants are no problem, but on the plant itself, again, to promote root rot. As the flowers fade, cut the flower stalks back to an inch or so above the rhizome to start over for the next year. So there is maybe just a few items about iris. Now we have... Um, a couple cool names though this year jim they come out with nice ones that uh, one is called bubble bubble <laughs> and it's a dark violet almost blackish purple with a white eye it's a 30 to 36 inch size and we have a new dwarf called cat's eye i'm not saying maybe i shouldn't say they're dwarf but new names uh it was a vein with cherry red a mauve rose that gets about 12 to 15 inches tall with a spicy fragrance I have classic hues. It's an orange and apricot tone with a white patch with a uh, white center in the middle of it and then one called double ringer 
which is a light cream, yellow edges, sweet fragrance. That's a 30 to 36 inch size. Now, uh, maybe one Jim would like, there's one that would go good with daffodils that wouldn't overpower it. It's a dwarf that is uh, uh, called Forever Blue. It's a blue-violet, early season, and uh, only 10 to 12 inches tall. And there's a lot more. We'll just talk about just a couple more. There's one called Glamazon. That's a honey <laughs> butterscotch and rose that is a tricolor flower, beautiful um, flower with about a 30 to 36 inch height. I got a bunch more, but my last one is uh, Roaring Twenties, which I thought was pretty cool. It's um, uh, purple violet, almost kind of like grape juice with a cream can and lots of ruffles. So there's maybe a couple good ideas with doing iris. And these are the ones that can come out to Waddell's and get and then plant now. Yep. They're in, you, you go out in the printing department, you go, where, the, where are they at? They're not there. They're inside the store in a box. Oh, okay. And yep, they got little tags on each one and it shows you and uh, people inside can sh- surely show you how to get them installed. All right. Fantastic. All right. We'll take a break and be right back with Over the Garden Fence. With Andy Waddell here on 590-1069 FM WKZO. Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center, your all-season garden center, has fresh shipments of colorful plants waiting to brighten your outdoor living area. It's time to plant pansies for color that lasts from now through next June. Get a six-pack of jumbo pansy plants and your choice of many gorgeous colors for just $6.99. Check out the fresh shipment of chrysanthemums. Mums are extra hardy and produce a neat round dome of flowers in sunny yellow, eye-catching purple, rosy red, and fall bronze colors that look great in gardens and in patio containers. Waddell's has an assortment of all sizes. For a fresh, bright spot of color, get extra-large celosia plants. They're just $7.99 while they last. A great choice for fall planting are sedum plants. Perennial sedums come in your choice of more than a dozen varieties that you can enjoy year after year in your landscape. And it's also the best time to put in ornamental grasses. Tall or short, blue, green, or burgundy, with seed heads or without, ornamental grasses add an industry look to your landscape. Enjoy your gardens to the fullest with beautiful quality plants and helpful information from the experts at Waddell's Nursery, Forest, and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and Twin. WKZO News Time 928, back with Andy Waddell over the garden fence, 65th year here mm-hmm. on 590-1069 FM. WKZO. So you had a really cool event last week. <laughs> we did. You know what? It was it's still that social distance event, okay? But we asked everybody just maybe on Facebook to bring their uh, their their doggies in, their kitties in, their animals, their friends, their pets. Oh wow, very cool. So we got a variety of small, medium, large, huge dogs <laughs> in, and uh, even down to some um, a yellow snake. Oh really? And uh, probably not something I would put around my neck, but we had many, many uh, employees and customers. Um, It was very nice. It's very surprising. And uh, it was just nice to get maybe sometime to get Fido outside and give give him on a a stroll, too, which was a lot of fun. And then we, um, um, we just enjoyed it. And we had shots. We had selfie spots around the um garden center five spots that they come take shots and then we send it send the shots to them and uh um oh, we cool. put them in a little raffle for a, a little doggy bed so oh cool <laughs> it was just very you know nice. what we're trying to do stuff that we still we we're trying to be jim Wattells is we love events yes but right now we're trying to be um correct mm-hmm. and so that's where we're trying to do things from a distance and still care about our customers yes and our pets Indeed. so i left one thing out of iris on purpose. Mm, okay. Yeah. And 
Iris, also, we talked about putting in bone meal, and we've talked about uh, doing sand, but uh, there is something called mycorrhiza. Mycorrhiza. Or beneficial mites. Okay. And um, we can uh, take a call, maybe, Okay. and then talk about the benefits, not only in Iris, but in watermelon, dogwoods, redbuds, and your favorite service berry. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to the phones, and we'll talk to Ray this morning. Ray, good morning, and welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Hey, Ray. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good. How can I be of help? Well, I've got a couple of rhubarb plants that are getting really large, and I've heard that when they get large like that, you should you should separate the roots and replant them. You is, got is it. That, when should I do that? Spring or fall? Or yep, nope. Fall is good. Actually, in the next uh, in the next month. Now, is that foliage ray? Has that kind of starting to wither back and brown on the edges? Yes. Good. Is the main stem? Did you let it flower, or did you cut the flower stalk off? I've tried to cut the flowers off. Good, good man. Okay, so you're already ahead because sometimes the flower, um, there's so much energy that goes in that huge stalk sometimes. So if you've got good foliage, it is kind of, uh, you're not going to hurt it, but put that spade right down the middle, Ray, and dig that thing up. And it splits way better than like a, um, a ornamental grass. Go ahead and cut it, and it does very similar to iris. They like good drainage. They like compost. They just don't like it around their stem also. Cow manure is what we don't suggest on rhubarb. So when you're setting it back in, peat um, good for good drainage, sand, you can take usually one or two eyes, Ray, or two or three eyes if you want good crop for next year. And you might find that maybe that center stalk has five or six or six or seven eyes. Um, I have some rhubarb from... The last homeowner that, you know, it's quite large, and we split it up a couple years ago, and it seems to be doing real well. Mm -hmm. I'm Full, not sure what you mean by eyes. What do those look like? Okay. They are just the the buds that are coming out of the ground where those flower um, or the leaves originate. So once you dig it up, you'll see where those roots are attached to the, the base of the ground, and you'll see where those uh, origination leaves come from, and that's where you want to keep some of those group together mm -hmm. um make the the cutting not so small that you won't have a crop next year leave two or three nice good roots in the in one clump as you're resetting them in the ground mm -hmm. okay? okay they don't like competition so maybe now's the time to dissect them too get out the crabgrass quack grass and all the bluegrass or anything that's growing around them and when they're set back down in little bone meal little sand little compost would do it world of good Okay. All right. I'll try that. Okay. Thanks a lot. You bet. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Right, Ray. We appreciate it very much. We're going to take another real quick break, and then we're going to get back to what Andy was talking about mm -hmm. with the iris. And what's it called again? Beneficial mics. Beneficial mics. All right. You are uh, listening, of course, to Over the Garden Fence. Andy Woodell will be right back. Woodell's has been the Kalamazoo area's bird feeding headquarters for 74 years with friendly people to help you select the products you need to attract the birds you'd like to see. The best way to keep them close to your landscape is to give them their favorite foods. Woodell's carries 16 different varieties of the best quality bird seed around. A favorite of many birds is Woodell's Songbird Blend. The 25-pound bag is now $13.69, and a 50-pound bag is now just $26.89. Another favorite of a wide variety of birds because it's rich in hulled sunflower seed is Woodell's No Waste, No Hulls Blend. The best part about the No Waste Blend is that there's no hulls to clean up under the feeder. This week, both sizes of birds' favorite No Waste Blend are on sale, too. 
and be sure to pick up some suet. A favorite of many birds, including woodpeckers, this week the case of eight woodpecker suet cakes is on sale for just $8.88. Woodell's also has nutty butter suet cakes on sale this week for $1.19 each or a case of 12 for $13.09. And don't forget to keep water and shelter available for your wild birds. Woodell's has a great selection of bird baths, including cement ones, ceramic, clay, even decorative glass bird baths. Woodell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Milton. Back to Over the Garden Fence here and uh, 590, 106.9 FM, WKZL. Andy Woodell, is, well, of course, is with us, and we're going to talk about beneficial mics. We are. We are, and um, Ray can use that in his uh, rhubarb planting, too. Really? Because beneficial mites is a um, relationship of beneficial fungus with plant roots, providing uh, crops really of all kinds except this type of mites or mycorrhiza will not do orchid, and it will not benefit the ericaceous plants like azalea and rhododendron. But we're getting more and more awareness of um, getting active roots into a plant. Beneficial active ingredients like mycorrhiza, a natural occurring beneficial fungus, is actually very safe to use. It improves overall plant growth, plant roots, and plant performance. It's really very surprising why we have not used it for years. Um. Mycorrhiza will actually take a standard plant root and colonize endomycorrhizal fungi onto those that root structure. It will then create little side or hair roots that will start immediately pulling moisture. So on a transplanting of, let's say, ray rhubarb or shade trees or evergreens or perennials that are going to need to be done soon. This will stimulate root growth that will then slow down on the amount of water that's needed. It will pull moisture in when it is dry and will actually set its roots in better coming into the winter. It just optimizes things like fruits and vegetables compared to when you put down, um, say you put down a heavy nitrogen on a pepper, and it, yes, it will grow very heavy, but it'll sometimes contort and twist. Same with your uh, tomatoes will do that. Mycorrhiza will end up encouraging root structure better. <clears throat> it almost provides kind of like peace of mind or plant insurance <laughs> is what they call. Um, once the roots are colonized, uh, it stays with the plant for life. If the plant is inoculated in the nursery, the benefits continue um, for years to come. For an example, like in a shade tree planting. So when you are putting things in the ground, sometimes it is very nice to see that, uh, you know, somebody says sometimes, oh, I've, I've, um, I've been a brown thumber all my life. Come ask a couple of questions, just like yeah. that, just like that walnut. Very uh, cool. Um, I also, um, last week we had a caller on potatoes. Yes. And the storage of potatoes. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Jim, do you have a root cellar? <laughs> no, I uh, never really had one. I think the closest I, ca- I had to, to one was watching the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tim doesn't have one. I know I don't have one. And so a lot of people don't necessarily have that cold storage anymore. So they were talking about different ways of making potatoes last. And one of them is using a little straw. Now, say you only have somewhere in the cool coolest part of your basement, you layer your potatoes in amongst the straw. So the the actual vegetable or the fruit is not one on top of another on top of another on top of another. There's some layering or some air gaps that can breathe. Number two, I said that bushel basket is important rather than um, <clears throat> maybe uh, like a five-gallon bucket. Okay. Uh, the plastic won't breathe. But maybe even they talked about even using bulb crates Where it's vented on all four sides and layering the base row with straw first and setting your potatoes in, another layer of straw, another layer of potatoes. So that might help the the caller in last week on on storage. Because right now, they come all at once, Mm -hmm. and so it's like, hurry up and eat them, but you really want some in a month or two at the same time. Yeah, or you'll want some in the wintertime when you you can't get potatoes except at the store, maybe. That's right. That's right. So, all right. Well, we're going to take our last break, and then we'll be right back to get ready and wrap things up for this edition of Over the Garden Fence on this Saturday morning on 590-1069 FM WKZO. Where do you go to get professional plant advice and the best quality plants available in our area? Weddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center, of course. Weddell's has Michigan-certified nursery specialists, lawn pros, and master gardeners on staff to help you choose the right plants for your area or to help diagnose what may be wrong with your existing plants. Stop in to see for yourself. You'll find the best selection of trees, shrubs, perennials, evergreens, and any products and tools you may need to care for your outdoor living area. You'll also find the plant doctors always in at Waddell's. The plant doctor can help you with a bothersome weed, an irritating insect, or a sick plant. Do you have a concern about your lawn, tree, perennial, or shrub? Do you have molds in your lawn? A tree that had problems last year that you want to prevent this year? The plant doctor has you covered. Wear your mask and come visit with one of Woodell's birding specialists and Michigan certified nursery specialists. They'll beauty side which plants and products would be right for your outdoor living area. Or you can take advantage of curbside pickup service at Woodell's on Texas Drive at the corner of Millman 12th Street. Back to Over the Garden Fence here on 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO with Andy Woodell. We've talked about all sorts of fun stuff today. Yeah. I'm telling you. Well, we're just trying to help people with their plantings, um, whether they're doing a shade tree or like we are talking about rhubarb or even talking about lawns. Now, G- while we're talking about lawns, because <clears throat> I've asked this question before, but this may be a good time to ask it again. Ask away. The difference between aerating and thatching okay how can you tell or do is this one of those things where you bring the soil in and have you guys analyze it and then when do you do it now? yep aeration is for hard ground and okay. so what you're trying to do is create aerator or a cedar slicer it slices air pockets into your dirt okay okay a core aerator same thing it'll take a plug pop it out and set it back down on the ground and then the mower will chew it up and it'll be fine. But there's plugs or you're aerating the lawn. A thatcher is when, uh, and I'm not picking on, I'll just say older neighborhoods, we used to come in with thatchers, Jim, and that thatch, because you mowed the lawn for years and years and years and never picked up the clippings. Mm-hmm. After a while, it just starts building up and building up and to a point where th- Almost all the blade and the stem is covered by that. So cutting that up, you can see almost a, a sponge 
or a just big, big old grass line, which we call thatch, and a thatcher then is that same blade of knives that's spinning around on a machine that you rent. But it doesn't go all the way down the dirt. It just takes, it leaves the good grass and takes, takes out, out the, the bad yeah. grass. And so somebody like um, like Right Way Rental on Portage Road has okay. those. Those are a good uh, um, thing to do right now. This is a good, this is a good time to you do bet. it? You bet. Okay. You bet. Jim talked about layers of mulch. Remember, now might be a great time. Why wait till winter? Cut down uh, um, your... Yes, we had moisture last night, but it's not going to last. So if you mulch around your plants, weeds also don't grow near as fast in the mulch. Pests and diseases right now, too. Try to keep the leaves and the debris out of the garden bed. They harbor insects and disease organisms. Check your plants frequently to try to watch your pests and disease and treat them as they arise. Sometimes it's easier to take care of a situation before it comes on than have something major. Looking at my buddy Rob's uh, cucumbers last night, there's definitely powdery mildew, and then there's downy mildew. Powdery mildew has a white substance. Yes, copper would take care of it and some other sprays, but also um, downy mildew is a squared out blotches in the veins of the leaf itself, and really the uh, remedy for that is what we call eradication okay or yank it out yeah <laughs> yeah yeah remember the water if you question what your irrigation is doing do you know how cheap a nice little rain gauge that you can stick in your yard will give you a whole lot of answers just because you set it for 45 minutes does not really mean the tree is getting that amount of water or <clears throat> are you giving it too much Oh, yeah. Okay. In Mystic's Trails off 4th Street, we're just walking in wet, soggy ground. The water's coming up and over your boots, and they're irrigating as I'm looking at trees. They're wondering why. The arborvitaes, I walk over to them, Jim, I put my shoulder right into them for the landscaper. The tree just falls right over. He planted it fine. Mm -hmm. It's just sitting in a bowl of water. Oh. As they're irrigating, trying to keep their water, their lawn green, they're ruining, they're ruining it. ruining so the tree, too. Yeah. look at what you're doing. An inch of water is plenty for your plants and trees during the week. You can tell a lot, again, by setting your uh, uh, rain gauge. Know that hydrangeas will typically droop in the sun if they're dry. Then they'll pop right back up in the, in the uh, evening. But... Water, water, water on your hydrangeas. They'll tell you a story. I always say, hydrangeas talk to you. Yes, they do. <laughs> well, uh, we've run out of time, Cy. Oh. We could do it again next week if you want to. Yay. All right. <laughs> we'll do that then. We'll have a wonderful week, Andy. And, uh, I appreciate everybody listening in and uh, come down and get some iris. There you go. And always remember that nothing can, there isn't anything that can't be solved in this world by digging into dirt. That's right. There That's you go. Right. You know, the uh, dirty hands are probably healthier than the clean hands. That's so. right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening for this edition of Over the Garden Fence. Tune in every Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street. WKZO, everything Kalamazoo.